0: Boom. Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. It's your host, Good Luck Chuck. We are back at it after a long vacation. I know some of y'all missed us, but we're back at it. And um, things have picked up quite a bit here in this offseason so far. You know, we decided to just to compress and refresh and regroup and get back at it. So um, don't forget to like, su- subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Um, before we get into all the topics today, I'd like to introduce the panel. Top right hand corner is my guy country. Bottom right hand corner of the screen is our homegirl Kylie. And to the bottom left hand of the screen is our guy Boogie. So yeah, man, uh we're we're back at it, man. uh I'm after a long vacation. Um what's everybody been up to, man? How's everybody uh been spending their time? Away from the mic.
1: Enjoying this vacation. Now we're back on the ground.
2: Yeah, back to it. Just enjoying, um, well, Memorial Day weekend. That three day weekend was nice. What's up? What's up? Had some decent weather. It's finally starting to stay like warm consistently, which is nice. Haven't had a ton of rain, so it's been good. But I'm glad we're back. Let's get to it. I'm ready for the season to start. I actually had. I had a weird dream about the team last night. Not like people are going to try to assume that it was like (laughs) nothing sexual, okay? But uh, (laughs) I had a weird dream last night that the Chiefs came out and we were all at the game. And I just have to tell you, because I woke up so confused. But we were all at the game and they came out and they started playing baseball. And I was like, this isn't, that's not. What was that name about? (laughs) Damn. it was so weird <laughs> so then at some point during the dream like i went out into the huddle and i was like guys this is the wrong sport <laughs> like this isn't what you're supposed <laughs> to be doing so safe to say i'm ready for the season to start <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah that's woke up funny. in a cold sweat like oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> were they better than you? were they better than the royals though were they
2: winning no, and then they were trying to bunt and I was like, wait, you guys <laughs> <laughs> like none of none of this is right. <laughs> it was so weird. I woke up so confused. <laughs> anyway, I funny. thought it was weird.
0: That is funny. So book man. down. <laughs> so, they said what's up, bro? No, nah, I was asking uh, what's been up with you lately, man. No,
3: nah, not much working. Like I said, just got back from Minnesota, took my youngest for his birthday. So, been chilling. That's what's up.
1: Happy Good birthday to the young time. man. Yes, sir. Happy birthday. Was
3: it Monty? No, no, my youngest, Thursday. Oh,
0: okay.
2: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy
0: birthday. Yeah, I'm going to cross it out the bucket list one day, get uh, my America out the way. But until huh. then, you know, we on the grind. So, let's get to it, man. Um, We got a controversial topic. Happened a month this week. I didn't think it would extend. Uh, up a, To to uh, this entire week. But Tyreek Hill started a new podcast. And it's, it's called. It Need to Be Said. Uh, this came out of the blue out of nowhere. And the topic was about. Um, the Chiefs allegedly suppressing his stats. But. But come to find out. You know all that stuff was bait. And Tyreek told y'all that it was bait. Um, and here's how to begin. Uh, one of the co-hosts asked a question about. You know how come things didn't work out as far as him him being able to stay with the Chiefs and stuff, and then you know Drew Ho- Rosenhaus came in with his little comment and stuff talking about um uh, you know the team was allegedly suppressing his stats. Now in that clip, Tyreek never answered the question. He just said a little he just said a little something, but he never answered the question. But he finally answered the question today at one of his camps out in the lake of Kansas. So he came out and said that the Chiefs were not. Try and suppress his stats. So it was all bait all along, as I expected. So I think we can all move on from the topic at this point. But when you guys saw the little snippet, I mean, what was your guys' initial reaction to it?
1: Nah, you leaving out a part at the other part too. <laughs> the press okay,
0: conference. Well, okay. Oh, you talking about uh you talking
1: about we using Wichita? No, no, I'm talking about Andy Reid and Todd Lebo.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, we could talk about that. Yeah, Andy Reed, he was annoyed by the question. You know, he was saying that um, he didn't he didn't know anything about the podcast or anything. He didn't hear about it. He thought it was a dumb question. And then, um, <laughs> and then, 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 then uh, um, was it, you said the guy's name was Ty Lebo?
1: Yeah, it was Lebo. Okay,
0: okay. Then he was like, "Well, well, coach, you know, we weren't sure if you knew or not, whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." So Andy was pretty annoyed by that, <laughs> by about about the entire thing. So. But, yeah, that's
1: pretty much the gist of it. First of all, um, genius marketing and promotion by Tyreek Hill. It was completely genius. Got everybody talking. He had a segment on Undisputed. I know ESPN probably covered it. Kansas City was in an uproar. The fans were in an uproar. It made it to the press conference to Andy Reid. Um, Everybody was asked about it, all the assistant coaches. So it was a genius move by him. It's just you just gotta it's in today's age everybody's in a rush to be first. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. Whatever be serious man. Yes. A shock comment. you am trying <laughs> to shock people. <laughs> whatever. Dumb question. On to the next one. Nah, but in a rush to be first, bro, everybody. You, just, you can't just jump off the porch at every comment, bro, because you end up looking like this. Because now everybody that, that was panicking and talking crazy, look, y'all look crazy now because he didn't even say nothing. He didn't even answer nothing in the clip. Like, so just sometimes you just got to – I'd rather be right than first, bro. Some people don't care about that. I wish yeah. on that, bro.
2: Yeah, I feel like initial reaction to the video. I was like, what? Why are we going down this road? Like, we are all moving on from this and then for it to come back up like, and I think that's how Andy felt too. like in the press conference. Like, I can't, I can't blame him for being frustrated for bringing up players that are no longer with the organization. Like the team's moved on. I think as fans, we all need to move on. And Uh, you know, he's in Miami now. The Chiefs have a new wide receiving core and it's going to be a good, like I'm looking forward to the next season. I just wish we would stop being brought back into this like old past drama from March. Like he's gone now. It sucks. If he wanted to stay in Kansas City, I truly think that money wouldn't have been a biggest factor and he would still be here, but he's not here. He went to Miami, he chased the money, good for him. He's a great player. He got a Super Bowl. He's earned his money and he's moved on and we should too. I think it's just time to move on. But but it it you can see why he moved on to Miami, too.
1: He wouldn't have been able to do no podcasts here. He wouldn't be on Kevin Hart's show here. Like, it's already benefiting him being in Miami. Now, in the field, I, I love Tariq, but, bro, it's going to be a lot harder to do what you was doing here in Miami because you don't have the same quarterback. For the same, you know, the same team. Miami got a good team. Bro. Up and coming team, good secondary, good defense. But Tua ain't it, bro. Like, he's not it. He's not going to yeah. be it. And you can tell he's not it because Tyree's defending him like eight times because uh-huh. of these videos, these highlights. Where you, how you in a highlight looking bad? You're supposed to look good in clips. They don't upload bad clips for the team. The team don't upload bad clips you uploading clips, and you still look bad, bro, like, your throws ain't it. You're not a Patrick Mahomes, and we're not going to even compare him, but he don't have the same arm, so Tyree's going to have to work twice as hard to do what he was doing here easily, so, I mean, I, he got paid, he, he's on Kevin Hart's show, everybody's talking about the podcast, he's everywhere, he's in the news, so, it's working, but how long okay, here's the question. How long is this gonna be an issue? How long are we gonna compare Tyreek? Are we gonna compare Tyreek to MBS? Every time MBS do something, it's gonna be like, well, Tyreek would have caught that, or Tyreek would have ran away. Tyreek would have scored an 80 yard touchdown. Is it gonna be that this season? Because I don't wanna do that often.
0: Wait, no, first of all. Who's comparing Tyreek and MVS? Yeah. No, 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 no,
3: no, no,
1: no. You got to and then
3: you got a. It ain't the same thing, man. Like we, it's not.
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm know. not saying we should. I'm saying you know how fans get. Every t- when when Juju drops the ball, it's gonna be like, well, Tyreek would have caught that. Or yeah, it should. Be. When, when when the interception doesn't go off his <laughs> right, fingertips, hey. and he catches the ball. Well Tyreek wouldn't have caught that. Like, how long are we gonna do that? Are we do we have to do that? Please let's not do that. Are we I, I was thinking, are we gonna really act like Tua
3: can't get Tyreek the ball? I'm playing devil's advocate as usual. But Patrick Mahomes wouldn't it wasn't like he was throwing it to him deep all year. He made him more yeah. of a possession receiver. So we we're not sure Tyreek can't do that in Miami.
1: No, he probably can. I'm just I'm saying that the uh, and and Tua got a deep ball, but it's just not, it's just yeah. not that you but, know what I'm yeah, saying. So but
3: Tariq doesn't have to be a deep threat though, because he wasn't a deep threat for us last year, true. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, it's due to the defense.
3: but he was he suppressed
1: was when he was doing no, anyway.
3: <laughs> Shit, he had 100 catches. I mean, if he could go
1: to Miami, man, man, say, gone, yeah, like this season, man. yeah I, I'm just saying. He's going to have to put in a, a little bit more effort and work with Tua because Tua and, – and we're not even bringing up the, the fact that there's no Travis Kelsey out there to take some pressure on. You know what I'm Miami saying? Got a team, they, though. We're not going to act like
0: Miami is not a – No, team. I know what I'm saying. I mean, I mean they got that. weapons. They got yeah, weapons.
2: They got yeah. Wano. They got Gusecki uh, um, at tight end. He's pretty
0: solid. Um, I and think- they got running backs too much.
2: Yeah, I think with Miami, it's going to be a matter of like, can they construct the plays necessary to bring Tyreek in? I think that's something that the Chiefs had that have a one up on. Uh, Obviously, the quarterbacks can be better. But I think to your point, Boogie, yeah, we used him in different ways. And my aunt too is absolutely capable of that. But do they have the offensive mindset to create those plays to make him put him in a position where he's open? I think those are the kind of things that they're going to struggle with early on is how can we get him open? Because everybody who's playing Miami is going to be looking for Tyree, just like they were when we, they were playing us. They know he's out there, you know? Just like, how are they going to get him open?
0: Yeah, and as Boogie as Boogie mentioned, um, you know, Tyree's the whole suppressed that thing is not true, you know what I mean? Because he mentioned that Tyree had 100 catch seasons, which is the first time he's actually done it in his career. And mm. he had like a hundred, over 160 targets, so... I mean, at the end of the day, it was just shot value. It was to get his podcast going because it's brand new. It was to get the people talking, and he accomplished his goal of getting the people talking. And it was all over these uh, sports networks and everything. So it he was what he Yeah, it was a genius move. It was a genius, genius, was a genius move, for sure. But he's doing a terrible job of selling the people on Tua, though, because I can tell by his facial expressions that he's lying. Or he's just doing a terrible job at selling to everybody that Tua's is gonna be a better quarterback this season. So I don't think he's really that confident in Tua like
1: that. But that's just me. Hey, he, he made Alex Smith look good. So Alex Smith didn't have that big arm, you know what I'm saying? But he forced Alex Smith to make them throws. Like I gotta make the throw. He wide open. Like I gotta throw it. You know what I'm saying? So Let's see. Let's see. Maybe we all wrong. You know, maybe two have a hell. He probably
2: gonna have a good season anyway. But we'll
1: see. Here's the thing.
2: I mean, they could have a great season. They still got to get past the Bills to get out of that division, and that's like yeah, right.
1: yeah. And then
2: if you get you don't get past the Bills, you got to grab a wild card. spot. I, I mean, we, we can than. say the same about us, though, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm not compare. I'm just saying in general, they can have a great team. The Bills have a great team. That's going to be an interesting division to watch. And then you have the Patriots there mm-hmm. with Bill Belichick. You don't ever know if you're going to come out with a win or not.
3: And the Jets had the best draft, so.
2: And they have a they did have a great draft, and this, we'll be anxious to see what they can do with it. It's going to be a fun yep. division to watch.
1: I think I think the Jets are still a year away. They they still need that. They still need some more pieces, but they coming. You know what I'm saying? Think- so.
2: Do
0: you think Zach Wilson's it? No. I mean, I'm not really that confident in Zach Wilson, but I think he should be better this year. I'm going to just say that, just based on the Jets' offseason move
1: so far. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, too, (laughs) Caleb. Miami does have weapons. Like, Miami's not a bad team. Miami is an up-and-coming. They should be a 10-win team. We'll see.
2: I love, I love it because the AFC is so hard. And I feel like everybody I've seen, they're like, we're a 10-win ten ten win team. I mean, everybody in the AFC is going to have 10 wins, and it's not happening. So which team is it going to be? Because <laughs> I right. think the Chiefs is like a 10-win team. So, shit, y'all think
3: right.
1: Miami that good? It's going to be crazy. You, yeah, it's uh, going to be a war. I think we need a 12-win team, actually. <laughs> it's it's going to be a war It's, AFC it's sure. um, It's no cakewalk. Who, who probably has the – the AFC South is probably, like, the easiest road
0: because
1: – Yeah, they're the weakest division for sure. Yeah, because they, they're the weakest division in the AFC. But who knows? Houston might jump up and surprise some people this year. Like, they was playing a little bit better. Let's see what Davis Mills does with another year season. Long neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to
3: take the under on that. Right,
0: right. Uh, Texans—they have a pretty good chance of being one of the worst teams in the league, man. Uh, I can't say it with them. Who the Texans? Colts. Yeah,
3: Colts might be the only team over there that I'm confident Mm -hmm. in, especially with AJ Brown leaving Tennessee. I'm off that. I already told y'all they won't make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I like that. They going downhill. They going downhill for sure. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. Now on to the next subject. I know this happened like a while back. Um, but it was like a couple of weeks back. But, you know, it's got to be talked about because the criticism that has gone towards Airbnb is just so unnecessary, man. And LaShawn McCoy did it here when he was on um, I Am Athlete podcast, like that radio show, uh, not the actual podcast with the radio show. Um, he was saying that the reason why Airbnb hasn't really been getting hired is because of how he coaches Um, he said when that time comes for him to get hired, uh, nobody hires him because they know what type of coach he is. And I know before he was saying like, you know, Airbnb is like more of like a, like a hard ass, you know what I mean? He's like a no nonsense type of coach, you know what I mean? He wants to uh, get the best out of his players, but he coaches them in a certain way to where you got to be tough, you know? And I just felt like, and then LaShawn felt like he should have got the diva treatment in Kansas City, like, he he wasn't gonna take he wasn't gonna put up with what Eric B was saying. But I believe that this was back dating back to like it might be like a practice, it might be during practice. B was telling him that he was doing something wrong, or it might be like somewhere in the film room. He was telling Eric Lashawn McCoy that he was doing something wrong. But here's what Shady here's what here's what um Lashawn McCoy has to realize. What he just did in regards to Eric B is He's, making, he's going to make it harder for black coaches to get hired in the future. The reason why Airbnb hasn't really been hired by anybody is that this goes back to the Byron Leftwich situation in Jacksonville because Byron Lefkowitz, he was about to get hired in Jacksonville. But he wanted Adrian Wilson, who was a former player of the Arizona Cardinals, and Lefkowitz was on that Cardinals staff back then when he first started getting into the coaching ranks. And Jacksonville wasn't willing to move on to, from their current GM. So that's why Lefkowitz didn't get hired. And this is the same case here at Beany. Like he wanted to bring home his, he wanted to bring on his own coaching staff, guys that are mainly arch pleasure for the most part. And you know, and like these teams weren't, haven't really been going for that. So that's really why Eric enemy hasn't been hired as a head coach. It's not so. It's not because of his coaching style, I man. I think some of these players are just soft when it comes to that. Like you know, Andy Reid. I'm not going to call him soft. He's a player's coach. You know what I mean? He's not going to be on you as super tough as, like, how Airbnb is. And we had mentioned before, like, in the group chat, when this news came out, we mentioned how Jamal Charles a while back, he was on the show, I believe with Joshua Briscoe, I think, and he mentioned how he benefited from Airbnb's coaching. Like, um, he didn't mind Airbnb being tough on him like that because it made him better. You know, some guys, they, they just want to – uh want to be better or some guys are just like man they just don't want to deal with that coaching that type of coaching so that's 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 what I got from it man and LaShawn McCoy he, he's a shady dude man like this is a dude who was silent in his head because he got involved with some controversy himself. You know, um allegedly beating up his girlfriend, allegedly mm-hmm. breaking his son's arm. You know, stuff like that. But you know you want to talk bad on a black coach like that. But what is your guys' um, thoughts when uh, Shady came out? What is his opinion about Airbnb and why he hasn't been hired as a head coach?
1: Um, the truth hurts. Right. And, and I'm, I'm sure EB was telling him, you got to stop carrying the ball like it's a loaf of bread. You got to stop <laughs> fumbling in crucial situations. You probably need to block more. Uh, you're not as fast as you used to be, uh, you don't cut on the dime like you used to, you cut on like a quarter now, um, it just was, he probably was telling him the truth and he didn't want to hear it, and, and, and Andy Reid said as much, this is like, when you're an old vet, you don't want to hear what you're doing wrong, or you you probably used to that love, and you used to being the man, but you're not the man no more, bro. So, why would you do that? So it was just like an unwarranted shot. Uh, he didn't have to take it t- that far. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, bro, come on, man. Why, why would you do that? But it it kind of made him look worse than Eric Enemy because it's like, bro, like, you a vet. He shouldn't even have to talk to you like this. You should already know. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you got to do better, bro. And then Jamal Charles was like, yeah, I was to the point where I wanted uh, EB to be fired. It was that bad. But it made me better. It's either going to make you two things. You're going to either get better or you're going to be gone. So we've seen two examples. Jamal Charles went on to greatness. Shady McCoy went on to Tampa Bay and didn't play there either. So that's on you, bro. That's on you.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sounds like he just didn't have thick enough skin to be there, obviously. Um, there's a lot of guys that come out and have defended EB, and I think it was a little – it was very shady of him to be like, oh, well, hold on. I got something to say about – like, that's how it felt. It felt very, like, gossipy. It felt very unwarranted. Like, there was no reason for him to come out and say anything. No shots had been fired. So it was all just a little like, oh, here we are in the off season, looking for things to, to talk about, and to, it was just – it felt silly. I was really happy to see the other players came out, though, to defend him. People are always defending him. I like E.B. as a coach. It was unnecessary, and he just needs to move on and get over it. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, um, I, yes. Maybe, yeah, I mean, he got the numbers, you know what I mean? Yeah. He got the numbers. He, he, might, he may get it. We're
1: not, we not about to discredit him for the end of his career. This is a whole... Hall of Fame means your entire career, right? And his entire career, LaShawn McCoy was a hell of a running back, like, for years. Like, he was top five for a few years. Like, he was one of those guys. So, yeah, I think uh, he's not a first-ballot Hall of Famer, but he might get in on the third try. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should be able to get in. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Um... I, I just, just think it was like unnecessary. That whole the whole uh comment. It was just a throwaway comment at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. It it seemed like something that Tyreek just did perfect perfectly. I got a mm-hmm. clean bait, I'm gonna throw it out there and, and I'm gonna get everybody talking. Nobody's even talking about this. Right. Right. It was. It was just. Only reason we talk about it because we was on vacation.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, we get up to speed with stuff, but it was just. It was just ridiculous, man. Like, you know, Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. They already refuted the comments and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Andy Reid came out and said that. Look, LaShawn McCoy. He was. He's. He basically said he's not what he used to be. Um, you know, he was. He wasn't that guy like how he was back then when Reid was coaching him in Philly. So and and and, like Kylie said, like country said, um, he just didn't want to hear the truth about that. uh he couldn't take that, so it is what it is, man but man. At day, but in the end of the day, I just hope what he said doesn't affect black coaches down the line that want to get head coach jobs in the national football mm-hmm. league because this kind of this kind of stuff's gonna make it tougher,
2: so but mm-hmm. now we I think a compile oh, I'm sorry. I think a compilation of those things sorry, just real quick. I think a compilation of those things could make it tougher. I don't think a throwaway comment like this will make it tougher going forward. I think this was so like rushed and just like poorly delivered that you can't really take it se- I mean, I don't feel like you can take it seriously. I at least don't. But well, how are you, you gonna, know, gonna be better if,
1: how are you gonna be better if People don't tell you the truth. Like, we get critiques on this podcast. We get could critri- uh, cur- cur- whatever. We get, <laughs> I can't even say it. We get critiques at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want somebody to be, like, cussing you in your face and your mama and all that. Like, come on. But you can tell me, yo, Kylie, you got to step it up. What's up? Like, you got to do better. You know what I'm saying? If it comes yeah. out of a place of uh, love and wanting to It's not negative. It's like, yo, Kylie, stink. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not offering no things for you to be better. It's like, no. Kylie, uh, talk more. Smile more. Do this. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard, but it's it's positive. It's not just completely negative. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Shane McCoy was... He was producing when he was here, but he was fumbled. He would he would do something good, and then he would fumble, and that ruined it. So, yeah, dude, stop fumbling. Stop carrying the ball like that. You know, we yeah. all don't remember Travis Kelsey flipping the ball to him against the Lions, and then he ran out for 45 yards, but we were all like this because he's holding the ball in one hand and running. It is what it is, bro. Go look at the film. I can see why he was on your head. I would have been on your head too.
0: Yep. But, but, moving right. forward, man, let's get on to the next subject. Um, didn't you guys watch Patrick Mahomes just kill it during the match this week as he was carrying Josh Allen the entire time? Because Josh Allen was such a bum.
1: <laughs> as well against <laughs> Rodgers and Brady. <laughs> oh, boy. Josh, Josh Allen is not going to be invited back next year. It was rough. It was right. They gonna have to get who's the who's the next? It probably Joe Burrow. Yeah.
0: Well, we don't know who can play golf and who cannot play golf. So who knows? But yeah. I just know Patrick
1: Mahomes need a better teammate next year. But it's almost like it's a, it's such a TV show. You got to get somebody that's entertaining as well as like right. You know, you don't have to be a PGA tour master, but. And be competitive, but you also have to be entertaining. And Josh Allen wasn't entertaining or competitive. Like it was just like, okay, we got to get a guy with more personality. Yeah, what is so Herbert doing nice. these days? Can Herbert golf? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say in his defense, and I won't defend him often, but in his defense, like it probably takes a lot of guts to get up there and play a sport and you don't know how to play on national TV and then get dogged the whole time. Like it was for a good cause, so respected him for getting out there, even though he knew he wasn't really great at the sport. So I do want to give him some respect and some props for doing it that, doing that, because that's right. be yeah. fun. Uh, Patrick straight up carried his ass. So that's what I gotta say. Hey, <laughs>
1: yeah. I need some coarse light because Pat started drinking them coarse lights, and that's when he started tearing it up. So maybe that's a performance enhancement. In-
2: <laughs> right, I found myself like. He would I don't watch golf, but every time Patrick would swing it or whatever and he did well, I was like, woo! I was like, I didn't know I could cheer this loud for golf, but here here I was getting up. I was like, you would have thought I was watching a football game.
1: That kind of that, that, that kind of bleeds into the Pro Bowl thing of the Pro Bowl game is boring and, and it's only totally boring because nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. So when you're playing like that, it's just boring. But They should bring back the skills competition with the quarterbacks. They should bring back maybe some races or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some entertaining, do bowling or something. Like something over the weekend to, like, get the fans involved. We don't necessarily need a game anymore. Like, the game is boring. Yeah. Because they're not really playing football or just making flag football at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the last good, good Pro Bowl game was when Sean Taylor lit the hell out of Brian Mormon up on the fake punt run. I think it was All a right. fake punt run, or even Mormon muffed the punt, or he fumbled it, and he tried to run, and Sean Taylor just clocked him, dog. And that was, like, the <laughs> last good Pro Bowl game. Since then, it's been downhill, so. When
1: did Derrick Johnson
0: pop Jamal Charles at the Pro Bowl?
1: Oh, yeah, they did the team
0: count thing, I was – I didn't like that because there was definitely going to be some player teammates going up against each other. It was like, I don't know if this is a good idea, man. Because, I mean, you got hurt when your teammates doing this. <laughs> but, yeah, Derek DJ popped the hell out of Jamal Charles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chief chief violence,
1: you know. Right. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: But, yeah, man, Patrick Mahomes is knocking back that chorus lights. I say, oh, this is uh, this must be his secret stuff in comparison to Michael Jordan. When he had his secret <laughs> stuff on Space Jam, because like they was down
1: two holes
0: after the first two holes, they was down two holes, and that's what Patrick was starting to knock back on Cora's lights, and then he locked in. So,
1: hey, you know yeah. that's an underrated scene in, in Space Jam uh, when when uh, Daffy Duck was like, "Yo, you got any more than a secret stuff?" He was like, "It was mm-hmm. just water." It was just he was water. like, Yeah, but do you got any more? <laughs> <laughs> Daffy Duck got the two funniest in Space Jam, bro. Like, when when uh, when uh they when the monsters jump on the grandma, and then they go back to Daffy Duck, he's like, she was open. <laughs> 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 Daffy Duck is hilarious. man. Okay, never mind. I'm getting off the subject. But, oh, yeah, if he could drink tours like during the game, week 17, 18 and 0, 20 and 0. Right, I am about <laughs> no. to say I about to say, Patrick needs to calm down. Somebody sneak him
0: in a course light at halftime.
1: Man, he we should. He probably could have used that. He
0: probably could have used that in the ALC So <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a good comment, Caleb. <laughs>
0: nah, but shout out to Patrick Mahomes, man. He did his thing on that golf course, man. Uh,
1: oh, he's having I another probably... baby too, man. Congratulations to Pat and Brittany. Uh, is it a boy? I think it's a boy, right? I don't, I don't think we know.
2: I don't think oh, we're okay,
1: waiting. okay. We're wishing for a
2: boy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you just wanted it to be a boy. <laughs>
1: Patrick Mahomes, yeah, I, the third. <laughs> Patty I mean, Mahomes, yeah. the third.
2: Yeah, the legacy, man. Le- yeah, yeah, why not? So Go ahead and just have him sign a contract when he's born. That'd be fine. Right, <laughs> right, right <laughs> at the
1: gate. <laughs> Are they going to stick with the, the like, okay, so the kid, the girl's name is Sterling, right? Like Sterling yeah. Silver? Right. Are we going to yeah. go gold this time? Is it going to be gold in my
2: Maybe. Because their Golden dogs Mahomes are Sterling gone. and Silver are the dog's name. Or no, Sterling's the baby. Silver yes. and Steel? Yeah, Silver and Steel. Like that, so okay. maybe so. something in there.
1: This, how, this is how crazy fans are. We know the dogs. Why do we know the dogs' name? Really? Um, Can you call me a fan if I don't know? (laughs) Posting them on social media, so... I think they got their own account, but... They do, and I follow them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's important to keep up with the family. You gotta know what's going on. If you're a true fan, you know. Right. (laughs) But congratulations to them. I was really, really not expecting it, obviously, but very surprised to See, they're having another kid, but... Congratulations to them. They seem really happy. That's exciting.
1: Speaking of yeah. fans, the Photoshop and Derek Carr sucks. Oh my God. He's Josh oh, Allen's daddy. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> hey man, oh, we we do got some creative fans in uh in the kingdom. What's up, Mr. Austin? What up, Mr. What's Austin? up?
2: What's up? But, I know uh, I loved
0: it. I love it. Speaking of Josh Allen though, no, uh Patrick took a shot at Josh Allen before they got out there on the on the golf course.
2: He was,
3: ambitious
0: uh, Ernie, one too. Ernie Johnson was asking him, uh, what's y'all what's your guys' biggest fear? And Patrick Mahomes took a shot at Josh was like, I think Josh Allen's biggest fear is the coin
2: toss. <laughs> it was a good joke. I felt a little like "Don't no, I don't know. I just didn't want to lean into the whole a coin toss won you the game or lost you the game kind of thing. But it was a good joke. I was definitely – I laughed at
1: it. Yeah, it it was a good one. (laughs) I wasn't expecting
2: him to go there. Low blow, I loved it, though.
1: (laughs) It was quick, too. It was like he didn't really think about it. He was waiting on that one. Right. (laughs) But that dude Tom Brady,
0: man. That dude Tom Brady talked so much shit, man. (laughs) But it was good shit talking, though, man. That's the thing. It's like, uh, oh.
1: You know what? <laughs> Tom that. Brady, I hate. I don't like Tom Brady as a player. I
2: know,
1: but very... off the field, Tom Brady has become very likable. He's funny. He's like he got good jokes sometimes. You know, what I'm saying like he's likable. Like why? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, like Tom Brady. Then it's the same thing with Peyton Manning. Payman retired is like, Payman is like a bit of a nerd, but he's like a cool nerd. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's funny sometimes and he got this little dry sense of
2: humor. He's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I agree. I, I can't stand Tom Brady, but also I'm like, you're so likable. It's so frustrating. Like, I don't want to like him off the field, but then he. Comes up to the, like the match, and he's funny, and he's he called Josh Allen chunky. I don't know if anyone heard that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was ready. rolling. I was laughing so hard. I was like, "Did he just call him chunky on national television?" <laughs> like, Thomas so Edward
1: Patrick Brady the fourth for whatever his dude. He said the Why do you think his whole name like? the Royals have lost again. Drink. Yeah. I mean, what else is new?
0: Hey, don't worry, guys. Football season around the corner before you know it. <laughs>
1: so. We will we, we, we like 97 days, 98 days, something like that. We're close.
0: Yeah, 95.
1: We months. 95. Yeah. Damn, Chris Jones.
2: Yeah, someone posted today, uh, Lexi. I don't know her name. Anyway, she posted today. 95 days. Chris Jones, number away from the season.
1: <laughs> yep. Bro, yeah, you can't talk you going, about guys. my internet. and Peyton Manning was your favorite quarterback growing up. Calm down. Relax. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you?
0: (laughs) What else happened this week, man? All right, so um, what we saw today, uh, we saw Patrick Mahomes – I mean, not Patrick, but Travis Kelsey get ranked as the number one tight end for the second year in a row on PFF. Now, I've been a guy that says PFF sucks, but, you know, they got it right in this instance. Um, But I'll bring this up just to ask everyone – On here, this question: How many more years does Travis Kelsey have left of playing at a high level, of what he's playing at right now?
1: Injury free, Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Three, three, three more years of that. He's how old is Travis? Thirty two. I
0: think he's thirty three. Oh.
1: He's 32. I, I think he's 33 at the moment. Ah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, three. I'll say three. I'll would
2: go mm-hmm. two and a half. How about that? Is yeah,
1: there, I, I go two.
2: I was gonna go two. I think it depends too on like what kind of offense we see this season, like what kind of numbers we see from the other members of the team, the other wide receivers. And uh, what kind of offense they're able to put together. If we go out there and we have to rely solely on him and he gets hit more and taken down more, it's going to be tough. But he's awesome, and I don't see him slowing down. I'm going to say two years.
1: And, and, and you know who would stretch it out? Uh, Fortson, uh, yeah. Noah Gray. If, yeah. if they can come up this year, which I, I plan, I think they will, um, That could that could add another year to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, to, to get him off the – Damn, Travis 33 already? He'll Jeez, be 33. <laughs> or he'll be 33. I remember Travis, like, coming in rookie year, man, and just – it seems like that was, like, just yesterday. But, wow. Um, yeah, if, if Noah Gray and Forreston step up this year to where we think they should be, that, that'll help prolong – his career, so that would give him. Yeah, three is. I think three is probably the right answer.
2: I like that answer. I like three.
1: I'm still who's next? Two. Though,
2: like who's
1: under Travis?
0: As far as tight ends, in yeah. Uh, Mark, uh Kittle, Kittle, Mark, Andrews, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews. Mark Mark Kittle. Andrews.
2: Kittle's uh, got to be healthy.
1: Yeah, Kittle's, t- Kittle's Kittle Kittle's hurt t- a lot mm-hmm. recently. Uh Andrews is Andrews is still what 26, 27? Yeah, he's still young. Uh, yeah, Pitts, he so needs about a quarterback. Kyle Pitts is gonna be nice. He gotta he gotta they gotta get some cornerback in Atlanta. Nice jerseys though. I know. We can't <laughs>
2: waste that talent.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh Waller. Waller is nice. yeah Darren I like Waller. Waller. Fowler kind of disappears mm-hmm. sometimes, though. Man, I don't know if that's just Derek Carr or is that him. But he I'm has some games, it. and then he has two games where you don't really know where he is, or um. So, so he got time. If he dominates for three more years, he's clearly going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, like,
2: well, the no Ra- the Raiders lack consistency, so that'd be a problem with them. They yeah. just can't be consistent. So that's why Waller's in and out. But it I mean, they yeah. don't have a consistent game plan. They don't have a consistent quarterback, consistent coaching staff. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, so ne- next, uh, year, next year next is supposed to be pretty good uh tight end class coming into the draft. So you know, the 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 better the the more you upgrade that tight end role, the, the longer you can prolong that out. You know what I'm saying? So Noah Gray steps up to be I'm trying to think of a de- just a decent tight end. You know what I'm saying? So that'll help him out. I how agree. Is I'll- you say I was like 27, right? Okay. Yeah. He's I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying he's already he's already a Hall of Fame. But I'm, I'm saying if he does three more years of what he's been doing, it's a it's a no doubt, no first ballot, unanimous. Oh, Travis Click, you know what I'm saying? Travis Checkmark, Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. Like, I agree yeah. with you. But you add another ring today, um, 3,000 more yards. Like, he's putting up wide receiver numbers. Where's another all-pro selection. Yeah, all-pro selection. Like, he's a no-doubter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think I'm going to leave with country on this, um, two and a half to three. But I'm going to go with three. You know, I think I, I think three is about right as far as um how many more years he has left to play in a high level. So, uh, but uh, before we move on to the next subject, I've seen this question come up on Facebook, and I know Facebook is full of controversial mm. statuses and statements and whatnot. But <laughs> this is just a hypothetical. Um, at this point in their careers, would you consider trading tra- trading Travis Kelsey for Aaron Donald? To beef up the defense and have Fortune out there as a the number one tight end.
2: No. No. Like today, right now, no. Yeah. No.
1: No. I love it. Hey, it would be well, nice. No, but no. That's a good. I think it would hurt. You I really like offensive. Uh, yeah, that would hurt you on the offensive side. We got to see a little yeah, bit yeah, more. Was, yeah, they do. <laughs> People still on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah Facebook.
1: Facebook yeah. man. We got Facebook, Facebook listeners you gotta, too, man. So, you got to have a whole armor of God to go on Facebook. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> man, Facebook honestly. is wild. <laughs> Facebook Chiefs Twitter on Facebook. Shout out to the Facebook groups that we uh, upload <laughs> regularly, and, and they approve us. Shout out to all the admins that approve us every week when we upload. So but yeah, that's a wild statement, right? <laughs> Good question. But buddy. yeah, but yeah. Um, but
0: on to the next on to the next subject though. Um Orlando Brown officially has an agent. Um he signed with agent Michael Portner of Delta Sports Group. So right now, you know, they um trying to work on a, a long-term contract with the Chiefs right now. Um, I think the deadline is July the 15th, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, with that being said, you know, now Orlando Brown has the agent or whatever, I mean, how long do you guys think this takes? I mean, do they stretch it out close to the deadline, or does this get done, like, well before training camp even
1: starts? If he shows up to the mandatory um, – if he shows up to the next mandatory OTAs, I think it'll probably get done before – it'll get – they'll stretch it, but the closer you get to a deadline, the, the easier – or not the easier, but the more effort goes into it. So, like, if it's July 1st, it's like, okay, we got two weeks. Let's get the going, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. I think it'll get done because it's pretty much – we pretty much know what he's going to get, Right.
0: Yeah, he's talking about he wants
1: to be the highest paid
0: left tackle, but I don't know about him being the highest paid. I mean, he'll be up there, but I don't know about getting more than Trent Williams.
2: I can't Here's, see that. Right. So <laughs> I think it'll get done for sure. I think it's going to take some time because he does want to be the highest paid, but I also think, like, you're protecting Patrick Mahomes. Like, pay this man to protect Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's that's why we brought him in. That's what we're plan- – like, that's why he's here last season – he progressively got better throughout the year. I think this season he's going to have a good – Like I think it's going to be – that offensive line is really going to be clicking. I think you pay him, and I think they're going to stretch it out because I think they're going to try and really negotiate that price and get him to a point where he's happy, but maybe that it's not as much as he maybe wants from the <laughs> and, beginning. And, we'll see. Plus, I don't know. Plus, plus
1: we need the room, so that'll help us out a little bit um, because – I'm convinced um, there will be some additions to the team. Every year during training camp, somebody gets cut or the cut down days come. It's going to be somebody shocking that gets cut. It happens every time. And I know everybody's not happy about what we've done as far as pass rush and and all that. And I'm not either. But I think it's probably going to be somebody that we add later. Maybe it's a train. Maybe it's a uh, a cap casualty or something like that, but I think we're gonna add some more to that room. But we're gonna need that space if we're gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. are all the rookies signed. I think we signed everybody except Joshua Williams and Leo. I was about, to say,
0: I was about to say was Scott? No, it's Leo signed. Was Scott more the last one they need to be signed?
1: Scott signed. Uh, um, I haven't seen I anything. Know. Okay. Anyway. That's something to look at, but I mean, I, I don't think it's I mean, rookie contracts are pretty much slotted, you know what you're gonna get, you know what I'm saying? So that's not much to work on, but yeah, I think it gets done. We all know that this is the this is part of the game. Uh we all know uh, Orlando Brown was gonna get He's the next guy up, so of course you got to top the last guy, whether it's a dollar over or whatever. But so yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get Trent Williams money, and uh, Sky hasn't signed yet. Okay. says
0: Sky hasn't. Okay.
1: I I wouldn't mind trading from Josh Allen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The other Josh Allen.
0: (laughs) Well, let's talk. Let's talk about the defensive line concerns. Let's talk about that. Um, So. All oh, we
1: haven't been said, back since Melvin
0: Ingram went to Miami, have we? No, we haven't. So, oh, like, right. uh, okay. so like, uh, like, D-Man Cheekman said, uh, trade for Josh Allen from the Jackson. I mean, Josh Allen is cool. Um, here's my thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people compare George Carl Lapis to uh, Ryan Kerrigan um, in this draft. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan's still out there. I mean, would that be a piece the Chiefs considered to bring in for, like, mainly a mentorship, mainly just like a veteran presence in the locker room? Because I don't know how much Ryan Kerrigan got left. I know he's not – he don't play at a high level anymore, but he's somebody that could come in and, you know, help Carl Lathis, um, you know, show him how to be a pro, basically. So, do the Chiefs um, maybe consider that move?
1: Um, There's somebody else. There's somebody else is- on the radar. Robert, Robert Quinn is somebody I will keep my eye on. Um, I, I agree with Chris, it might be a cap casualty. But what if, what if they see something in Malik Heron, uh Dennis uh, Flash a lot of times, Dana, Dana, Mike Dennis flashed a lot. Uh, Warden has flashed a couple times. He's had some good games and good moments. Um, if Colin Saunders can stay healthy, like, we've seen moments for them. What if what if they see something in the room that we're not – we don't see because we're not there, either. you know what I'm saying? So, um, it was nice to know that uh, George and uh, Kando were at the pass rushing summit in Vegas this weekend. I think it was Vegas. might have been L.A., you know what I'm saying? But what if they see something that we just not see And it's it's at a rotation where you're not putting them out there every snap. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that that's the answer, but what if that is the answer? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, what if that is the plan? You add uh, a Robert Quinn to that, or you add uh, uh, another uh, vet guy, you know, or Kerrigan, or anybody to that. You know what I'm saying? So, let's see.
0: I am interested to see how uh, yeah. Malik Herring Malik does because, you know, he was um, out for the season. I think they they used like uh, one of the <laughs> injured reserve slots. So now that he's healthy and everything, I'm interested to see how he'll get to the fold and how quick he learns uh, the scheme on the Spags. So.
2: Uh, Yeah, I kind of, you took the words out of my mouth, country. I I feel like they're seeing something we're not seeing, and I'm just choosing to trust the process at this point because they haven't done any of my preferred (laughs) off-season pass rush moves. So I'm just choosing to trust the process. I've heard they're seeing a lot of good things out of Carloffis. I think they're seeing a lot of good things out of Chenault. So let's just trust the process. At least that's what I'm going with. Um, Obviously, I would love to see them bring in a veteran, um, Kerrigan, Quinn. I any moves would be good.
1: I'm going to trust them though. But even – even how much did Ingram sign for? Because I wouldn't have gave him that money. Uh, Well, it was like five, right? Wasn't it five for, like, Ingram? Look at yeah, Kylie y'all, was... pros. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, there, there you she go. She's back. back. cool. So, <laughs> Ingram, Ingram. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Trey Flowers. I would – Trey Flowers is young. And you put them in a the rotation, you ain't got to, like, depend on them every snap. But um, Ingram, I wouldn't have gave him $5 million. I wouldn't, you know. Hicks, I definitely wouldn't have gave uh Hicks $10 million. I'm sorry. Not, so, not. but Hicks is, okay,
2: Hicks wait, is so, effective. Yeah. So, with the current defense, like, how are you feeling? How many games do you think until they get everything worked out? Like you need, I, I think about, it's gonna be a slow start.
0: Hey, yeah, I give about the first half, first half of the season for sure. It's gonna take yeah. time.
2: So that offense better be clicking then, because we're gonna need those points, is what you're saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The offense has to do some carrying.
1: They're gonna do some carrying. Caleb, be stupid, bro. Hey, Caleb. Hey, Kayla,
2: I don't know what else today. to do. I gotta trust the process. Ah, okay, I know I have to trust the process because they're not listening to any of my ideas. They're not taking my
1: ideas. I, I would so have gave up. I would have gave Ingram five. I wouldn't have gave Hicks ten million dollars. I'm sorry. He, he he's missed a lot of games recently. I wouldn't have given him five, ten million dollars. But uh, Quinn, Trey Flowers, uh, JPP. Who else y'all been saying out there? And Dominic and Sue is still out there. Um. Yeah, There's still talent out there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think towards training camp, we'll, we'll probably make a signing or something like that. Or somebody's going to get cut. It happens every year. So somebody's going to get shockingly cut and Kansas City be there with open arms. And, and we'll forget we even had this conversation. Yeah, some, <laughs> of, these
0: guys, some of these guys, they're right. not trying to show up to like mandatory camp or all-season workouts. Or maybe some ain't trying to do training camp like that either, so...
1: Yeah, Dunlap ain't out there no more, but... I think... Houston's not coming back. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Justin (laughs) Houston ain't coming back. Let's just dead Houston's not coming back. (laughs) We
1: we can kill that one right here. (laughs) Right. Justin Houston's never coming back to Kansas City. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you, John Dorsey. Um, <laughs> so it's still talent out there you know what I'm saying so I mean uh, Trey Flowers kind of fits the profile he's 25 young um yeah I really wanted um, what's the kid we I didn't like uh, Arden Key I didn't like that we let him get away I think that, that should have mm-hmm. been a movie that we should have made so Nobody talks yeah. about Tyler Stallworth either, the defensive tackle, because he just had he just had a breakout year last year. So we don't know if it's like consistent, but mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, I'm gonna check on that Dunlap thing. He <laughs> said Shane
0: Shane Ray. Oh, Shane Ray out in the CFL. Uh... <laughs> Wait,
1: if you talk about D 4 you getting bad <laughs> performance. <laughs>
2: right. No D4. Yeah, right. No. No,
1: yeah, right. No, Get no, it up. I, I, so, I think, I think, I think the Kansas City Justin Houston relationship was so damaged. I, I just don't think he'll ever come back. We will all, man, if Justin Houston came back, like we would all be excited about that. Definitely. Sure.
0: A little farewell tour, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Of course. We would all love to see Justin Houston come back. I just think I think that relationship was so damaged, like it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's still talent out there, bro. Don't don't give up yet. Don't don't give up yet.
0: So I ain't giving up. So <laughs> I'm just chilling. I'm just ready for I'm I'm ready for training camp to get here more than anything. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, light, we we got got to Collier, so, yeah, we gotta I'm get to the Joe.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: Gotta get Kylie
1: to the Joe for show. To the Joe for show. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm ready. hey man, we missed you guys, man. We were on for a couple weeks, uh, a couple of holidays were sprinkled in there, a couple of uh, uh, work schedules got a little crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so but man we we very happy to be back man uh I missed the show I miss my team I love talking Chiefs and we we soldiered man we soldiered through a lot of rough times when it really wasn't nothing to talk about we made it work you know what I'm saying so now we back consistently so uh Blake said I'm gonna give 91 a call <laughs> who is 91 Tamba, but
0: Tamba, Tamba's done. <laughs> we just saw Tamba at Draft Fest, man. Tamba is pretty content with his career, so <laughs> maybe on the coaching staff, we'll we'll welcome him on the coaching staff. <laughs>
2: um, um, I mean, do you feel like this like this off has been longer than past off seasons, or is it, am I the only one feeling like it's just been agonizing?
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, that all heat right, is
0: crazy. Maybe, but <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> it, it's, it's, is okay. it's gonna go by quick, man. You know the dry period with is basically baseball season and all of that. You know I mean it's gonna go by quick before you know it. Y'all think it's gonna be long, but it's gonna fly by quick, and then boom, we're here at training camp.
2: It's know, already June. Season. June something. I just feel okay. like it's- let's take this question,
1: Mr. Austin. Um Odell for the right price not now. Oh, I think I think it's still too early to sign Odell Beckham cuz he's still working on an injury. So I wouldn't sign him now. I would wait. Yeah, it's a wait. It's a wait game with Odell. Yeah. We need another wide receiver though. That room is jammed back right
2: now. He's busting at the seams. We do not need another wide receiver and I don't think right. we need one like Odell. I, he's a great player to your point. He's going through he's fighting through that injury. I just don't think it's the time. I think we have a lot of young talent there that we got to see what they can do before we try to bring in someone else.
1: Right. Yeah, we got a couple minutes left, Send so there's some questions in the chat. Um, yeah, um, I will wait to see how he looks on the injury. Uh, let my medical staff look at him, but we got Justin Ross. We don't need Odell. <laughs> it has
2: got more. Like I really want to see what these young guys can do, and I'm really excited to see Patrick's gonna do with so many weapons and how they're gonna and how Andy's gonna scheme up his offense like I'm really looking forward to having so many options and not being confined no offense Tyreek love you miss you every day but not being confined to just Kelsey and Tyreek because that's who you have and you're not gonna not you're not gonna suppress them I guess because they're so good so this would be a good opportunity
1: okay I knew Mm -hmm. I knew Mm -hmm. we weren't gonna make this
0: Let's talk about Justin Ross real quick. Okay. Um, I think he does. I think he does. Uh, but I'm not going to – I'm going to temper expectations for you at year one just because of the wide receiver room at the moment. Um, he is coming off like, you know, a ser- serious injury or two. Um, you know, he is healthy now. You know, he's still working his way back to trying to get back in football shape and whatnot. Um, you know, I think it's just a little learning curve with Justin Ross, but I think he is going to be something special uh, once that – Wide receiver room does clear up a bit for him. Uh, because remember, like I think we do have a bunch of guys right now that are one year, two year deals. So mm-hmm. so yeah. Um I, after the first year, um, Justin Ross, he'll have more of an opportunity, and then we'll see what he does.
1: So he pretty much oh um, I'm still on the sneak him on the practice squad, uh, but protect him uh kind of bandwagon. Um I think they going and and y'all probably probably hate this but I think they going to wait to see what's left in the tank with Josh Gordon completely before they move on. You know what I'm saying? So that might hurt them but that wide receiver room I already got five locks. There's only one spot left. Right. You know what I'm saying? So between uh Cornell Powell, Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman, uh those type of guys, they're fighting for that last spot. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be interesting, it's gonna be something to watch. Um, when's the last time we watched like really, really watched a preseason game? I think a lot of these, and now we only got three of them, so I think it's gonna be important to really, really watch these preseason games, like to see who's gonna win these last spots. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
2: But even once you know who wins these last spots, like that to me is so exciting. And I think also a little nerve wracking is there's so much mystery about this team, like on both sides of the ball. And um, I can't remember the last time, like to your point, that that's really been the case. Um, But that's true of all these other teams. They're not going to know what they're getting. And uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's going to be fun to watch. Or,
1: All right, uh, with 18.5 last right season, would you wait and take a chance to try and compete with other teams if he's cut or trade for Quinn now? If I don't have to give up anything to get him, and I know I got a contending team, I will wait for him to get cut.
0: Yep, the same mic. here. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for him to get cut, you know, if, if, um, if I'm willing to kick the tires on Quinn. So,
1: yeah, definitely wait until he gets cut. Okay. Oh, um, wait a minute. I lost the comments. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh let's see.
0: Look at Blake Blake. Okay, Blake said something about our defensive back room.
1: I hope so. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, we it. all do. So okay. Like,
0: um, at OTA's um the other day at practice, uh P Sweeney, he mentioned that uh in his in his eyes, he said Joshua Williams was to stand out in that practice. So I'm interested to see how he does, too, man, because he does have the size and the length, and um, I think his game speed is better than, like, his 40-time or whatever. So I'm interested to see how that um, that depth chart looks once the training camp and preseason is done with, you know, who's going to be starting, who's going to be in the slot often. Just interested to see how Spaz is going to play this out because there's is, is some competition in that room for sure.
1: And also – we, we talk about play, pass rush, pass rush helps the secondary, secondary helps the pass rush. So what if the secondary is elite, right? but the pass rush is just decent. So can I move with a lead secondary, can I move that decent up to good? You feel what I'm saying? Like can that rub off to them to make them good? Cause definitely the secondary is better. The linebackers are definitely better. Mm-hmm. So do they have to be great on the defensive line? Because I right. already helped them in the back. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm curious to see that because we definitely we all agree the secondary improved.
2: Yeah. From the mean, top would...
1: to bottom, depth and everything. Uh-huh. I would prefer
0: I would prefer to have a great defensive line. That's just me. because just of this current NFL, like you like you're not allowed to be as physical like how you once was playing the cornerback position or safety mm-hmm. position. I mean, that's just my thing, you know. But you know, I mean you can adjust to that. Like if our secondary is a lead and we have like a decent defensive line to a good defensive line, I mean we can make that work. Um, you know, it just it just got it just depends, you know what I mean?
1: if if you can get if you can get the quarterback to hold the ball for three seconds mm-hmm. a decent d line should be able to get to that quarterback in that time
2: right uh, we still got we still got chris jones we still uh, we're it's gonna be fine <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, no no i agree
2: mr austin i agree but i can't
1: i gotta say it.
0: Caleb just mentioned it right there. That's just been my philosophy the entire time. The defensive line is not getting there like how they should. It's it's just it's just tough to play corner. Like cornerbacks, one of the toughest positions to play in this current league.
1: It is. It is. I'm just throwing that opinion out there. I'm I'm not saying we don't need to improve on the D line. We definitely do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it just doesn't have the names right now. It doesn't have that sizzle to it. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. We'll see. I think I I am still in the camp that they're gonna add somebody else um uh, by training camp. This is this is not the team we're gonna see in training camp. So come on quickly. Some more questions. Give me some more questions. You got like two more minutes left. That's how I feel about
2: it too. Do you think oh. um I have a question? Unless someone else has one. Go ahead, Carly. Uh, do you think Spags is in the hot seat this season? I think I think so, man. I think
0: I think his expiration date is coming up because, like we mentioned, there were certain games last year in which he needed to make an adjustment, and we could have we could have won those games. We Could have had like at least home field throughout the entire playoffs. Um, but but yeah, I think the expiration date is coming up because even though, and, it's, and don't get me wrong, Spags has been a a solid defense coordinator since he's been here, but sometimes um, the philosophy gets stale after a while. And I think we it's reaching that point if he doesn't get it together all the way. So, yeah, i say, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, de- I definitely think it's a little hot hot there. Um, and then um, the way we drafted, drafting all that defense that just heated it up even more, so it's like, yo, we're, we're, we've given you talent. Go and make it work. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he's definitely on a hot seat. Yeah. Now for they sure. They can't be 28 anymore. They they cannot be in the lower 20s anymore. No. As a defense. Let's see. Mr. Austin
0: got a question about the defense. Okay, the new defense line coach says that Jones and Clark will have their best seasons under him. What do we think? Um,
1: I hope so. <laughs> I mean, frankly, I mean, listen,
0: like, listen, like Chris Jones, I'm not concerned about him in the regular season. Regular season, he does what he does. Um, I'm more concerned about the playoffs with him. Uh, Frank Clark, man, it's a wait and see for me, man, because ever since he's been in the uniform, like he's always had this stomach issue or whatever he has going on that's causing a miss like one or two games, and then when he comes back the first game, he's not all the way there yet. So it takes him a minute to get going again. I mean, this is my thing with Frank Clark. So it's a way to see thing with me. I mean, I hope the defensive line coach brings the best out of him. That's all I can say on that.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do – I love that thought process behind that, like behind that, though. I just think – I think Frank Clark does this in the season. He, he kind of improves as the season gets, goes on, and then playoffs, you see him a little – well. But then I feel like on the other end of that, to your point, Chuck, like then we have Chris Jones who kind of does this when we get to playoffs. So, I mean, I just want that, like, we got to have things that match. <laughs> I want everyone to be playing good at the same time. And none of this, like, let's try Chris Jones on the outside. Like no no, more no testing, no, no. no putting in, <laughs> yeah, no putting in like older guys because they have the knowledge like that. We've taken that away from Spags. Like we got rid of Sorensen. Like, let's put the young guys with the athleticism. We're a much more athletic defense than we were in the past. I think that's going to work to our advantage. So we might not have all the key positions filled, but, I mean, I'm choosing to see a silver lining here with the D-line and think that we've got – we're a little more athletic with the linebacker position, and that's going to help with that. Yeah.
1: it's a good question. Uh, we're going to save that other question for last. Um. When you say scrimmage yards, I would say all-purpose yards. He should be right. over fifteen hundred. Right. Yeah, Receive, receiving. I, in. Right. I think. I think that who needs a better season? Um, CH need a good season, man. Not for him, but for the fans, because they they so hard on Clyde. Like Clyde needs a really good season, just yeah, to know, like man. quiet the. You know what I'm saying? So they were on McCole head last year. McCole had a decent to good season last year. I
2: think he quieted a lot of people.
1: We need that for uh, Clyde this
2: year. So who needs a better season, Clyde or McCole? Like who needs who needs it more?
0: Um, I'm going to say Clyde, but um, I think McCole is aware that – It might be McCole, uh- man. I think I mean for contract for, for, year. For, but hold on, for his personal sake, yeah, McCole, because I know I'm sure McCole will want that bag, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I seems like Clyde is getting a little bit more of the criticism now. It seems like a lot of Cheese Kingdom is ready to move on from Clyde, man, because they they still harping on the fact that there was running backs that were better that we could have drafted or should have drafted, but you know it is what it is so coulda shoulda woulda we got
2: Clyde coulda shoulda woulda coulda, you know why I think it might be Clyde. McCall
1: though and this is my argument for McCall um McCall's the longest tenured wide receiver with the Chiefs right now or not the longest tender but he had him and Travis had the most chemistry with Patrick Mahomes right now for sure. so he needs to build on that he needs a good season I don't know if it has to be a thousand yards, but it might need to be eight fifty.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean so, either way, either either answer. I mean, there's nothing wrong uh with going going with either answer on that question. But yeah, McCole, you know, if he wants to stay in the league and wants to get that bag, he definitely gotta show out. So all
1: right, and the final question. <sighs> <laughs> really yeah. yeah
0: okay hold on all right good for, good for LeBron. it's good for lebron okay i mean good for him you know what i mean he um he lived out he lived out his he's lived out his dream he's um invested you know quite a bit in a few businesses um it's worked out well for him and everything um so good for him i just i just my thing with him is that i wish he would Stop faking it at times. As far as him playing politics and whatnot, that's just my issue with him. That's that's really it. So, but good for him on getting a million, being a worth a billion dollars though.
2: Yeah, good for LeBron. Good job.
1: Congratulations to LeBron. LeBron is a inspiration and in a success story from uh, hold on, from a uh, single parent household to a billionaire. Yep. I mean, you can't do nothing but applaud that, bro. Even if you don't like LeBron, you're a KD fan, you're a Jordan fan, man, you, you got to stop and put that to the side and just be like, yo, that's amazing. You know yeah. what I'm saying, So Uh-oh, my son
2: <laughs> <laughs> And he gives back a lot. Uh, so respect, props, like nice, good for him. I yeah. got. I have a question. Last question, I guess. Celtics or Warriors? Uh, Warriors
0: taking game two tonight. Um, I got the Warriors in six games, though. So <laughs>
1: Celtics in six. You sick?
2: <laughs> I sick. think Warriors are gonna win. I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. I said Warriors in six as well. But
1: Celtics. That, that,
2: that would mean that the Warriors would win. I think in Boston. So I might change it to Warriors in five. oh
1: man (laughs) hey Caleb get MVP for the chat today. yeah exactly (laughs) nah Golden State look the key to beating Golden State you have to survive that third quarter because they're going to make a run so you need to be close you need to maintain you need to either come out ahead or real close that's right you got to, because they're gonna make that run in the third quarter regardless of who they playing or whatever. So I'm the thing, too. Um That's so facts. Celtics in six.
0: So so um with that being said, um before we get before we get off of here, um first off, I wanna say rest in peace to Terrence Paler, but also uh, rest in peace to the to the victims in, in Buffalo, the Buffalo shooting. Uh, to the victims at Ross Elementary down in Duvalde, Texas. Um, I know we're in a rough time in this country, you know, with all the shootings and stuff happening in all these different places and everything. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, just want everybody to stay safe out there, stay prayed up, and, um, you know, just live the the life to the best of your ability and uh, just try to stay out of
1: trouble. I mean, that's all I got. Hey, rest in peace, Jeff Gladney. Rest in peace, Marion Barber. Like, man, we losing a lot of guys, uh, a lot of football guys that we grew up on. And it's sad, man. Um, If you need help, call somebody, talk to somebody, hug somebody, love somebody. You know what I'm saying? And uh, don't – you're not alone. You're not alone. No matter how bad it looks, you're not alone. So – uh, reach out, uh, like, subscribe, you know, y'all guys blowing us up. We almost at 300. Let's get there. We need four more. Uh, we miss y'all. We'll be back next week. Uh, shout out to Boogie and hey, you better not have no smoke in that rental car, boy.
0: <laughs> 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 to the next episode, everybody, we out of here.